if you had all the money, if you had all the time, if you had all the confidence and all the resources, what would you want? State that to yourself. And then notice the negative thoughts that come up immediately after. Those are a key. Those are a pathway. Those are breadcrumbs to understand core wounding in the subconscious mind. Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Hello everyone, Danette May here and welcome back to another episode. I love having you here and I'm so excited to welcome the next guest on this show, Grace Smith. I am excited to share with you this next guest who's going to take us through a hypnosis session on this episode. Even if you've never done it before, you think it's crazy. This could be one way for you to step into more healing in your life. She is taking hypnosis mainstream and really using it as a tool for us to grow and to expand even more into our individual healing. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me today. I'm really excited to bring Grace on today. And a hypnotherapist, I've actually been working with Grace one-on-one for a few sessions, but I'm going to continue to do more. And my curiosity with working with her was really trying to find a way for me to fly. And what I mean by that is really, can I unshackle anything that's holding me back from my truest fullest expression. And I've been really fascinated in this art of healing that's called hypnotherapy. In any type of healing around the world, there can be forms that are unhealthy, and there can be healers that are actually doing more harm in the name of healing. And I find Grace to be so pure in heart and her messaging and what she's trying to bring the world and actually is really helping me discover parts of myself that are coming through in my subconscious. And it's been really, really powerful. So I just wanted to give you guys a little backstory to that. So I'm not necessarily new to Grace, but I am somewhat new to the idea of hypnotherapy. And I think it's really important for me to talk about it because you never know what your medicine is in your healing. And so, Grace, I just want to ask, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So excited to have you here. I want to ask because I actually kind of know the story, but I think it's really important. What got you into this form of healing? Absolutely. I never in a million years thought that I would grow up and be someone who would speak to people while their eyes were closed in dimly lit rooms. (laughs) This was not a career aspiration for me. This fell into my lap. And when I realized how incredibly powerful it is, I couldn't look away. In the beginning, in fact, I tried to look away and say, this will just be part of my life. It won't be my entire life. And again, day after day, watching people transform in such comprehensive ways, I was just called to it. And I've been wanting to make it mainstream ever since and working towards that. So what happened was very simple. I wanted to quit smoking. I was 24 years old. I was living in the Lower East Side in New York City. I had a very stressful career in corporate America. I had no healthy coping mechanisms. 
So I made some up <laughs> and that looks like partying for me. I was so lucky that it got out of control really young, really fast. So you were into drinking, you were into smoking. Were you into anything else? Yeah. Drugs, doing all the things. Doing all the things. Okay. Yeah, partying hardcore. And I say it's a blessing that is not an exaggeration. It got me on my path. So at the time, everything was a disaster, but I'm so grateful it happened. I'm so happy it happened so young. Now, when I first got sober, I was 24 years old. Everything had gotten out of control. I said, I don't have all the answers. Maybe somebody else does. I started asking people for help. Six months into my sobriety, I said, I am sick of smoking. And this is not who I am anymore. I had started becoming more spiritual. I was starting to learn about the properties of what happens to your body when you're in meditation. And these were all brand new concepts to me, truly, which is so interesting now to look back and realize there was a time that this wasn't everything. <laughs> so if you're new to this, I get it. I get what the feeling is like. Yeah. But anyway, I asked somebody, you know, do you have suggestions for me about how I can quit smoking? And someone suggested hypnosis. Because I'd been so humbled by my experience of getting sober, I really was open to trying anything. anything. But I, that doesn't mean I wasn't skeptical. Mm. And it doesn't mean I wasn't cynical. I went to my first session with my arms crossed over my chest, basically expecting the guy to scam me. I expecting swinging watches, clucking chickens, mind control, like I think most people do. And what happened was I quit smoking in one session, which is not the norm. That's an outlier experience. Mm -hmm. But what I went into that session thinking was that it would be creepy. It would be ineffective. It would feel like I was lost or in a blackout or that I had amnesia. And what I found instead, it was one of the most relaxing, empowering, fascinating experiences I'd ever had. But most importantly, it was effective. Mm. So when I left that session and I was no longer a smoker, I didn't even crave cigarettes anymore. I didn't say, oh, I'm so glad that I got my money's worth. Let me go back to my life. My visceral reaction was, why does anybody have lung cancer? Why does anybody have emphysema? Why are people smoking who don't want to smoke? And why did I think this tool would be something it isn't? So I wanted to test it. And I used it to overcome a fear of public speaking in 10 sessions, a lifelong debilitating fear of public speaking. You're an amazing speaker now. That's Thank really you. It's part of my career now. Yeah. So that's what got me on my path, but it's not what sold me yet on the fact that the whole world needed to know that. I'm going to back up because I think she's going to tell us what got her <laughs> on the path because she actually impacts lots and lots and lots of lives. She has a whole school around this. So Grace, I, I, I actually really believe, and I know that you're saying that your fall was drinking, was smoking, was going and using these different forms for self-soothing in a very high stressful New York environment. I want to know, like, I want to go a little under the hood for a minute yeah. for those who are like, hmm, like, what do you think is Grace's like deeper fear growing up or deeper, like this thing, this part of her that has like really led you to be the Grace today? So the drinking, the smoking, the partying isn't the cause, it's the effect. The cause was misery. I hated my job. I hated my career. I hated what I was doing in the world. It was out of alignment. It wasn't in integrity. But I think deeper than that, so that's what got me on my path was that I, you know, was partying because I was so miserable. When I was a little girl, there was a tree in our town that was over 100 years old called the butternut tree. And they wanted to knock it down and build a bank. 
And I went to town hall and I lobbied and I said, we have all the banks in the world here in this town, but we need this tree. How old were you? I think I was seven. Seven years old. This is like straight out of a movie. Yeah. The little girl that saves the tree. Wait a minute. Where does this go? So you're in the bank lobbying. No, I'm in town hall. Town hall yeah. lobbying. Lobbying saying we don't need another bank. We have banks. People can go to the ATM. We need the butternut tree. We need it for its history, for its culture. It was a place where the Lenape Native American tribe would gather <laughs> underneath the tree and they saved the tree. And now it's called Butternut Plaza, and they just built the bank next to it. And, and what did that teach you, though? There's something very fundamental in that moment. I can't rest if I sense injustice. Mm. So another quick example is in fourth grade, we were asked to come to school dressed as our heroes. And I came as Susan B. Anthony, <laughs> <laughs> one of the suffragettes who led us to having you know, the women's right to vote. And I remember getting up on a desk and I brought silver dollar coins with me to hand out. And to me, Susan B. Anthony was always old. So I wore a shawl and I had white powder in my hair. And I got on a table and I started campaigning for the kids in class to give women the right to vote. And I became so overwhelmed by emotion that there had ever been a time where women couldn't vote that I just started crying hysterically and I had to go home for the day. <laughs> so I share these stories because when there's an injustice, something is just incorrect. It's just wrong. I can't stop. And that's what happened with hypnosis. I didn't want to be a hypnotherapist. It's still considered weird. When I go to a party and I meet brand new people for the first time and I say I'm a hypnotherapist, I'm sick of people going, are you doing it now? You know, All it's, people do that. Yeah, all day, every day. It's embarrassing when people don't get it. It's embarrassing when they think I'm controlling their mind. It's embarrassing when they think it's the devil's work. It's hurtful. But I can't stop because people are suffering needlessly and I know they don't have to because if they could access their subconscious, which is what hypnosis allows you to do, you can upgrade your system. You can upgrade your beliefs. So that's what makes me who I am today. And it's always what's made me who I am, which is if I see an injustice, I have to go to town hall. I, I have to even though it's not fun a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then no. it becomes fun. Yeah. Having that tree in that town saved is a great honor, Reward. even though yeah. I was just a little kid. And I, I'm, yeah, I think it was in the news. I'll see if I can find that clip for you. We know how you got started on this path, but what was the tipping point that made you want to make this like mainstream? So many people to hear this. Absolutely. So I got a call one day to work with a man named Alessandre. He was a United Nations peacekeeping officer in Syria, one of the Blue Berets. He was an absolute warrior. He was hand-chosen by the government of Brazil to represent their nation there. He had biceps the size of tree trunks. One day when his UN convoy was crossing the city of Damascus, he looked outside his convoy window. They were stopped at an unchartered blockade and staring straight back at him was a bazooka. In that moment, he blacked out. He woke up 10 days later at a hospital in Lebanon to find that he had not lost his life in that moment as he thought he was going to, but that he had lost his life as he'd known it. He was now paralyzed on the left-hand side of his body. He had had a stress-induced stroke. This warrior could not move a muscle. So three months later, he was flown to the Rusk Institute in New York City, a phenomenal rehabilitation hospital. And he, because he was a warrior, because of his military training, he just believed he could will himself to move. He could will himself to move. 
And after three months of no movement, you could imagine how bleak he felt. Mm -hmm. His depression was all encompassing. He had hit rock bottom, so he was willing to try anything. And I was called in. I was still only doing this part-time, still had my corporate job. And I was called in to see if I could help alleviate his depression. And to be perfectly honest, the answer to that was, I have no idea if I can. I've been helping people lose weight and stop biting their nails and overcome fear of public speaking, but I haven't worked with someone with this much pain mm -hmm. yet. But I said, what do we have to lose? So I remember going to the Rusk Institute and the fluorescent lights were so intimidating and surgeons in white coats. And here I am, a part-time new hypnotherapist working in corporate America. I got there. I looked at Alessandre in his hospital bed. He could barely meet my gaze. He could barely look at me. We start the session. Halfway through the session, I get this thought in my head that said, Grace, he's military, be militant. And I said, you know, hypnosis is meditation with a goal. I would never think to be militant during a meditation, but I'm going to go with it. So he said, Alessandra, I want you to imagine you're flying over a city at night in a helicopter. And that city at night is a map of your brain. And you can see where the electricity is on. And you can see where there's a blackout. Fly now to where there's a blackout and let me know when you're there. And he did. I said, when I count down from three to one and snap my fingers, there'll be an explosion where that blackout once was. Three, two, one. And now the electricity from that explosion travels down the left-hand side of your face. It travels down your left shoulder. It travels through your left arm. It travels through your left hand and out your left finger. And I hadn't even finished the word. And he was moving his left finger. <laughs> And oh, his eyes shot open and he looked at me and he said, what do I do now? And I just said, keep moving your finger. <laughs> that's, that's it. Just keep moving your finger. This man went from being paralyzed for months, a warrior, to moving, breaking through his paralysis. And that day, walking home down Fifth Avenue, I called my boss and I put in my two weeks notice and I said, I will not stop until the entire world knows this is not plucking chickens. This is not swinging watches. You can change your entire life. I launched my business with a Groupon, sold a thousand sessions in 24 hours, did a thousand sessions my first year. The very best part of that though is I ended up marrying Alessandre's son. <laughs> That's how I met who would become my future father-in-law. Wow. So every day when the going gets tough, it's a business like any other business to grow this. I look at my son, who is Alessandre's grandson, and I just say, back to work. People are suffering needlessly. I shudder to think how much longer he would have been paralyzed. He's walking now without a cane. I was just going to ask that. So he's moving. Yeah. And he's... And he did he keep doing some hypnosis to move through all this? So by the end of that session, he had range of motion in his hand with his wrist. He did tons more hypnosis, but he also did hundreds of hours of physical therapy. This isn't the only thing, and it's not a miracle. Sometimes it looks that way. It feels that way. It's just scientifically proven when you're deeply relaxed, you create neurological connections in the brain almost instantaneously. But he went from being paralyzed to moving because of hypnotherapy, and that's why I'm on a mission to make it mainstream, and it's why I can't stop. Just like I, I couldn't not protect that tree. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> yeah. I think someone listening is like, okay, I definitely have some pain whether that's a physical pain or an emotional pain. I believe even if you're dealing with pain, like it's very normal 
everyone, doesn't matter if they look like they don't have any pain, every human has an area. I'm constantly asked where I find the energy to run three businesses and travel the world all while being a wife and a mom of two. And the truth is there are a lot of tools in my belt to manage my energy, but I have to be really real. One of my favorite ones is drinking cacao bliss. Actually, I am drinking it right now. I like doing it when I have to work because it gives me so much energy. It gives me energy without the crash like caffeine does or like coffee, which totally messes up your adrenals. And it actually taps me into my heart, which makes me feel more connected to source and to source energy. It is absolutely game changing for me. And when I discovered the superfood that cacao is, I knew I needed to bring it to the masses so everyone could experience a healthy alternative to energy drinks, supplements, coffee, whatever it is, so that you have access to a healthy, delicious, amazing chocolatey drink. And that is why I created Cacao Bliss. Now, it's not just raw cacao. It is infused with seven additional superfoods. So it's super amazing for immunity. It has this amazing chocolatey decadent taste with only less than one gram of sugar. So that is insane. So if you want to experience the healing powers of Cacao Bliss, for a limited time only, you can go to earthechofoods.com. You can grab yourself a bag, I suggest two, of <laughs> Cacao Bliss by using the code MANIFESTABLE. This is for all of you Manifestable podcast listeners. Go to earthechofoods.com and use the code at checkout, MANIFESTABLE, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Yeah, 15% off. So go to earthechofoods.com and use MANIFESTABLE at checkout and get 15% off. Now let's get back to the show. So can we talk to that person for a minute and take them through how do they start to move out of that pain? Absolutely. What's really fascinating is when I first launched my career, I did it with a Groupon. So I worked with people who were primarily looking for a deal. And now I work with billionaires and I've worked with everyone in between. And I can tell you there is no one without pain. Mm -hmm. No one. So what I would say to those of you listening, there might be something very apparent in your life. You might know what the problem is, but for a lot of people, there's just something wrong and you can't quite put your finger on it. So an exercise that I love is to think about what do you want most in the world? If you had all the money, if you had all the time, if you had all the confidence and all the resources, what would you want? State that to yourself and then notice the negative thoughts that come up immediately after? What are the takedown thoughts or the beliefs as to why that's not actually possible or why you'll do it later instead of now? Those are a key. Those are a pathway. Those are breadcrumbs to understand core wounding mm -hmm. in the subconscious mind. So it's really interesting if, if your goal is to say, you know, I want to speak to 100,000 people this year on social media. Great. I'll give it two minutes. Oh, but you know, I don't really understand the new algorithm or that seems like a lot of work. And you talk yourself out of it and then you do something that numbs yourself and you take yourself out. Maybe it's food, maybe it's scrolling, you know, maybe it's cleaning the house. That's a very insidious and cleaning the house. That <laughs> gets you every time. It's like, man, I got to sweep that floor. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a really fun exercise. If you already know, like your fear of flying is debilitating and you're not able to go see the world that you want to see, or you're yelling at your spouse and your children because you can't contain your anger and you don't know why, but you hate that about yourself. You might know what it is, but if you don't, that's a really great way to get to it. 
Okay, so let's talk about, let's find a universal. I'm going to actually find one for you because I'm just feeling into who's watching this. The woman or man who uses food to numb. Mm -hmm. And we know that a lot of times people are actually eating to just actually feel or to actually remove the feeling that's happening in the heart or the mind and get so full that the attention goes to the belly feeling full. Mm -hmm. And that's just like a grounding feeling. Let's do something or have you share what can this person do that they know this is their thing. Yeah. So this is a really powerful one. Certain foods will release neurochemicals that make us feel good, serotonin, dopamine. And so we're craving them because we want to be happier. That's a more simplistic view of what's happening, but it is happening chemically. An example of this that I think is really powerful, I was on The Doctors, the show on CBS, and we were helping a woman overcome her addiction to sugar. So we took her back to the source of the addiction of sugar And she was in her grandmother's kitchen baking cookies. And she was so happy and she was so carefree and life was easy. There were no bills to pay. There was no stress. There was no heartbreak. It was just pure love. And so what we did in the level of the subconscious is we got very clear and we said, sugar is not love. Your grandma is love and your grandma is not sugar. The subconscious doesn't know this. The subconscious only knows there was a time in my life where I felt love and it connected it to sugar. And because sugar is available and grandma isn't, every time she was feeling a lack of love, which wasn't even a conscious thought, she would grab for sugar. So when we got very clear in the subconscious and we said, sugar is sugar, sugar is not helping you, sugar is hurting you, in her case, that was her belief. She wanted to stop. When you want to feel love, do X, Y, Z instead. For her, she would take 30 seconds and think one thing she loved about her grandmother, and it was enough to break the spell. She hasn't had sugar in two years. Can we take viewers through a self-hypnosis of whatever? Let's use the example of sugar, or not sugar, but food, any type of food, because you know what it is. It might be salty. It might be sweet. It might be bread. It might be you have your thing. And it doesn't even matter if it's food. It might be scrolling. Like mine tends to be like an aimlessly like finding something on my phone. Or it could be maybe smoking or drinking or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can, yeah, you can, you can use different words, mm-hmm. but we'll give an example and you can do the exact same type of hypnosis. Do you want to do? Absolutely. Let's walk. Okay. You guys ready for this? We're going to take you through this. So if you're watching right now, I want you to just drop in. If you're driving, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) But if you are, if you're able to, or just come back to this, hit pause and come back. Let's do this together. So let's start. Perfect. So the first thing you want to do is notice your starting level of stress. Zero is the most relaxed you can possibly be. 10 would be a full-blown panic attack. So you wouldn't be watching this if you were at a 10 right now. You might have that experience outside of this viewing, but just know that 10 is the most stressed you could possibly be. Go ahead and close your eyes. Take a nice, deep, letting go breath. Already beginning to relax both mind and body. Relax the top of your head. Relax your forehead, smoothing out any creases. 
Relax the tiny muscles next to your eyes. Relax your jaw, letting it hang loose and slack. Relax your shoulders. Relax your arms all the way through to the fingertips. Relax your torso, breathing easily, really releasing your stomach. And relax your legs all the way out through the bottoms of your feet. Begin to imagine a color you love forming at the top of your head and think that color to yourself now. Now imagine that color flowing in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. That color relaxing you, that color releasing you, that color taking you all the way down. Repeating in your mind after me, I am safe, I am calm, I choose to be here. Twice more, I am safe, I am calm, I choose to be here. I am safe, I am calm. I choose to be here and think that color you love as it flows in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. Now in your mind's eye, see, feel, imagine, or experience two tables in front of you. On the left side table are foods, which when they enter your body, cause a reaction which feels yucky. Foods that cause a feeling of tiredness, inflammation, cloudy thinking, just foods you know are not right for your system. On the right-hand table, you'll see foods which nourish you, lift you up, energize you, heal you, improve cognitive thinking and positive thoughts. As you view both tables, turn to the one on the left, repeating out loud after me and speak directly to the table saying, I know advertising companies have told me that there's something good about you, but I'm stronger than that. I know from experience you're not helpful for me. I'm in control of what goes into my body. I choose to release you. Now imagine taking all the foods on that body and throwing on that table there, all the ones that aren't good for your body and throw them away, just toss them away and feel yourself getting lighter, standing taller, already feeling better now that they're gone. Now turn to the foods on the right and repeating out loud after me say, my body is a machine. I only put the highest quality fuel into my machine. And you're it. 
Thank you for nourishing me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for lifting me up. And then just imagine taking those foods and putting them in to your fridge, into your cupboards, since everything else had already been removed. And once you've done that, just repeating in your mind, I am strong. I am worthy of feeling good. I am in control of what goes into my body. I've got this. Coming back now, one, moving your feet and your toes, two, moving your hands and your fingers, three, lots of energy returning to the body, four, getting ready to open your eyes, five, opening your eyes with a smile on your lips. Notice your new number on the scale. Remember, zero is the most relaxed you can possibly be. And what I'd love for you to do is write your starting number dash your final number. So if you went from an eight to a two, you'd write eight dash two. If you went from a five to a four, you write five dash four. So you see both you relaxed and you began to reprogram your mind at the level of the subconscious. You do this every day for a week, your relationship to food will be entirely different. Wow, 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 wow. So whether this is food or whether this is alcohol or smoking, you can do the same thing, put it on the table, say the same conversation, and you can start to play with this every day. And the best way to do that is really to save this, click share, leave a comment so that you can find this, so that you can go back and do this on a daily basis. And with whatever the thing is that you want to just step away from really? or step into. So that is so brilliant. Thank you for taking us of all course. through that. Yeah, I'll be really excited to see what gets swapped out. You could put fear on the left and confidence on the right, cigarettes on the left, bottles of water on the right. It'll be really neat to see what people end up doing with this. And, and that's what my whole book was written about, is learning self-hypnosis. Oh, so if you want to so go what's deeper, the book called? Close Your Eyes, Get Free. And it's, it's a guide to learning self-hypnosis. So we will actually link that below. But Grace, one question, the final question, you have a million plus people to say one thing to. Really think about what is that message and we all know a million plus is really one, but there's masses of people that you have one thing you can say to, one concept. Who are you without the layers of other people's conditioning? Who your parents told you you had to be, your teachers, advertising, friends, if you peeled all of that away and you got back to the core of who you are, what you believe, what you love, who are you? And if you're not sure, just know that is a worthy pursuit because your uniqueness is what makes you magnificent. And you can find out the answer to this in your subconscious. So I hope you'll begin your journey of delving into that space. Mm. magic awaits you mm, magic awaits thank you so much for being here for sharing your magic and for sharing your wisdom thank you so much for taking time to tune in today you are a truth seeker if you're listening you're you're wanting to grow you're wanting to stand your truest fullest expression and I want to be on that journey with you. <laughs> We're a sister, brother in this journey together. So thank you so much for joining us. And please leave a comment, 
click like or share if this is something that has inspired you. We need to inspire more and your share could be the very thing that hits and impacts someone else. So thank you so much and I will see you on the next episode.